Isaiah 40 says, He carries you close to His heart. You're not way out there in the distance, just one of the billions of people on earth. God has you close to His heart. You're His most prized possession. There's nothing more valuable to God than you. Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. It's great to be with you today. And I hope you'll stay connected with us during the week through our daily podcast, our YouTube channel, social media. We'll keep you encouraged and inspired. But I like to start with something funny. And I heard about this college professor. He was going to prove to his students that there is no God. He said, God, if you're real, then knock me off this platform and I'll give you 15 minutes to do it. With every minute that went by, he taunted God. God, I'm still here. I'm still waiting. At the last minute, a 300-pound football player walking down the hall overheard him. He took off running, full speed toward him, put his shoulder down, and sent him flying off the platform. <laughs> the professor woke up in a daze. What in the world did you do that for? The football player replied, God said he was busy, so he sent me. <laughs> Come on, say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about carried by the Creator. We all face seasons where we don't know how we're going to make it through. We lost a loved one. We're dealing with a sickness. We have a child that's off course. It's easy to feel overwhelmed, live worried, think we don't have the strength to go on. But David said in Psalm 68, each day God carries us in his arms. And you may have situations that are too much for you. God is saying, don't worry, I'm going to carry you. You're going to feel supernatural strength, peace that passes understanding, favor that causes things to fall into place. On your own, you wouldn't make it through the sickness. You'd fall apart in that divorce. That trouble at work would defeat you. But you're not on your own. You're being carried by the God who created you. When you look back over your life, you can see these times where God carried you. How'd you make it through that unfair childhood? You should be insecure, dysfunctional, floundering. But look at you, you're blessed, you're strong, doing great things. That wasn't luck, that was God carrying you. He was protecting you when you didn't realize it. He was moving the wrong people out of the way, opening doors that you couldn't open. He's been carrying you your whole life. How'd you get through that challenge with your child? You should have had a nervous breakdown, should have worn you out, caused you to give up on dreams, but every day you had strength to move forward. You had the grace to stay in faith. You believed when every thought said it was never going to work out. The enemy tried to take your child out, but because you kept praying, God not only carried you, but he carried your child. Where would we be without the God who carries us? It's easy to thank him for blessings. I thank him for turning things around, but I've also learned to thank him for carrying me through the difficulties. 
for sustaining me, for not letting the opposition defeat me, not letting the worry take root, not letting the doubt talk me out of my dreams. That wasn't just my strong will, my great faith. That was God carrying me. When my father went to be with the Lord in 1999, my whole world was turned upside down. My father was my hero. Outside of Victoria, he was my best friend. I'd worked with him 17 years here at Lakewood, behind the scenes, doing the television production. We had traveled the world together. He'd come over to the house for dinner. We'd go see the Astros play. I thought he'd live into his 90s, but at 77, he had a heart attack and was suddenly taken away. I had never ministered, but I knew I was supposed to step up and pastor the church. Didn't make sense to my mind. Didn't feel qualified. I didn't have the experience. Thoughts told me, nobody's going to listen to you, Joel. But in my heart, I felt it so strongly. I took that step of faith. I started ministering on Sunday mornings. Our daughter Alexandra was three months old at the time. Our son Jonathan was four. I didn't know how to put a message together. I'd never done any public speaking. On top of that, I was grieving the loss of my father, trying to navigate him not being here, how to run the church, how to minister a newborn baby. I look back now and think, how did I make it through? How did I learn how to minister in the most difficult time of my life? How did we raise our little children when we were both learning a new profession, becoming pastors? That was God carrying us. I felt a strength that I'd never felt. Yes, I missed my father, but it wasn't what I thought. I didn't fall apart. I wasn't overcome with sorrow for months. I felt peace. There was a grace to step into my destiny. It wasn't all easy, but I had the passion, the determination, the favor to keep moving forward. That wasn't natural. That was supernatural. I should have been worried, stressed out, intimidated, but I thought, I can do this. I'm well able. I'm strong in the Lord. This is not going to defeat me. God has grace for every season. How many times has he carried you and you didn't know it? You can look back now and see he carried you through the sickness. You had strength that you never felt. He carried you through the loss. It was painful, but deep down you felt peace. Somehow you were able to keep moving forward. Or he carried you through that legal battle. You didn't think you could take it, but day by day, you had just what you needed. Here you are on the other side, blessed, healthy, going stronger than ever. Can I encourage you? If God carried you back then, he's going to carry you now. Whatever you're facing may seem insurmountable, but it's not going to defeat you. It's not going to be too much. You're not going to be overwhelmed. The creator of the universe is carrying you. Exodus 19 says, God brought them out of oppression by carrying them on eagles' wings. You may have some oppression, things that are not fair, you don't understand. Stay encouraged. Eagles' wings are coming. The God who made you is going to carry you out of depression, carry you out of the heartache, carry you out of the loneliness, carry you out of poverty, lack, not having enough. That is not how your story ends. He's about to carry you into abundance, carry you into freedom, carry you into joy, peace, breakthroughs. It looked like you were stuck, 
but you're about to feel some eagle's wings lifting you, restoring you, promoting you, taking you where you can't go on your own. Now, I love how it uses the analogy of eagle's wings. Could have said chicken wings, hawk's wings, crow's wings, but the eagle is known for soaring, for rising higher than other birds. God is going to take you further than you've imagined. You're not being carried by a goose, carried by a pigeon, carried by a crow. You're being carried on eagle's wings. You're not going to just make it through the loss, through the breakup, through the trouble. You're going to come out promoted, increased, better than you were before. David said, if it had not been for the goodness of God, where would I be? He was saying, if God had not carried me, where would I be? You may not realize it, but right now, God is carrying you. The challenges you're facing would be much more difficult if God wasn't lifting you, strengthening you, favoring you, pushing back the darkness. I can't tell you that God is going to turn it around instantly, but I can promise you He's going to carry you. You're not in the struggle by yourself. You're going to feel strength that you've never felt. Doors are going to open that you couldn't open. The right people are going to be there to help you. The Israelites had been in slavery for 10 generations. God sent plagues on the Pharaoh and he finally let them go. They headed out into the desert toward the promised land. These people weren't trained to survive in the wilderness. There was no food out there. Water was very scarce. There were bandits, armies, people trying to kill them. Yet for 40 years, they never went without food. God gave them manna every morning. When they were thirsty, God brought water out of a rock. Their shoes never wore out year after year. God do that for Victoria. Their clothing lasted their whole lifetime. When the enemies came against them, many times, supernaturally, they were defeated. They never should have survived 40 years out there. How did they make it to the promised land? Deuteronomy 1 says, In the wilderness, there you saw how the Lord your God carried you, as a father carries his son all the way until you reach this place. At times, I'm sure they thought, where is Jehovah? Where is our God? How come we haven't come into the promised land? They didn't realize the whole time God was sustaining them. He hadn't delivered them yet, but he was carrying them. They didn't recognize that God was giving them strength to travel through the desert. He was the reason their clothes didn't wear out. Armies couldn't defeat them. They didn't get sick. They didn't have nervous breakdowns. They didn't go without food and provision. He carried them all the way until they reached the promised land. On the way to your promised land, there will be detours, people that do you wrong, times you don't see how it can work out. You don't have the provision. The dream looks impossible. The obstacle too big. You'll be tempted to worry, live stressed out. Well, stay in peace. Just like God did for them, he's going to carry you all the way till you get to your destination. Like a father carries his son, God is carrying you. If you're a parent, you know how much you loved carrying your children. When our daughter Alexandra was a little toddler, barely able to speak, one of the first things she learned to say was, baby up. She'd come up to me, hit my pant leg, baby up. That meant she wanted to be picked up. I'd carry her everywhere. So proud of her. I'd 
carry her in my arms, carry her on my shoulders. She'd ride piggyback. She loved being in her father's arms. Well, she's 23 years old now. I don't carry her quite as much, but God is not like us. He said in Isaiah, even to your old age, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. You never get too old for God to carry you. As much as you love carrying your small children, holding them, protecting them, making sure they feel safe and secure, your heavenly Father loves carrying you. When you're tempted to worry, feel overwhelmed, Joel, I don't think I can make it through this sickness. How can I make it through this loss? These people at work are not fair. Instead of worrying, just say, baby up. God, I thank you for carrying me. I don't see a way, but I know you control the universe. You're my provider, my protector, my deliverer, my way maker. The fact is, God is carrying you right now. But if you don't recognize it, you'll live stressed out, upset. No, you're in your father's arms. He's holding you tightly. Nothing can snatch you away. Isaiah 40 says, he carries you close to his heart. You're not way out there in the distance, just one of the billions of people on earth. God has you close to his heart. You're his most prized possession. There's nothing more valuable to God than you. The scripture says, God knows when a sparrow falls to the ground, a little bird. How much more is God concerned about you? And as much as you love your children, multiply that by billions of times. That's how much God loves you. He's been carrying you since you were born. He's going to continue to carry you till you breathe your last breath. You may have things coming against you, but God wouldn't have allowed it if it was going to stop you. Come back to that place of peace, that place of trust. Father, thank you that you're carrying me that I have grace for this season, strength for this day, the favor to move forward. During those 40 years that the Israelites wandered in the desert, at times they got off course and started worshiping idols. They made gods out of stone, these large statues, gods out of gold and silver. As they traveled, they had to carry these gods around. They were heavy, was a burden, they struggled to make sure to take care of them. What's interesting is they were carrying their gods instead of letting God carry them. We may not make stone idols today, but sometimes we're carrying burdens, weighed down by trouble, living worried, trying to fix it all in our own strength. In a sense, you're carrying your God. Why don't you let God carry you? The scripture says, cast your burdens on the Lord. Release the weight of it, and he will sustain you. If you'll release the burden, quit trying to figure it all out, losing sleep, letting your mind work overtime, then God will carry you. But as long as you're carrying it, God will step back. He wants us to depend on him. It's very powerful to say, God, I need you. I trust you. I know you're in control. I believe that you've got this, so I'm going to live this day in faith knowing that you are carrying me. Are you carrying your God or are you letting God carry you? God works where there's faith. If you're living stressed out, worried, how can I make it through? Then God steps back. Yes, he's still carrying you, but you're not going to tap into the peace, 
the strength, the favor that belongs to you. There are eagle's wings that are going to lift you, empower you, cause you to rise above what's trying to stop you. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. Don't believe those lies that you're stuck. It's too much. You can't take it. God has carried you in the past. He's going to carry you in the future. Even when your time is up, the angels are going to carry you into heaven. They're going to carry you into God's presence. God is in the carrying business. Since he's carrying it, you don't have to carry it. All the burdens, stress, worries, release that weight. Let him be God. You'll see him carry you through things you never thought you could get through, carry you further than you ever dreamed you could go. A friend of mine was married to a professional football player, big, strong man. Later in life, he developed diabetes and ended up losing both of his legs. This lady took care of him like a king. She would get up at four in the morning before she went to work, bathe him, get him dressed, She's a strong woman. She would pick him up out of the bed physically, carry him around the house, carry him to the dinner table, carry him to the family room, carry him back to bed. She never complained, never said, God, why me? I can't do this for 30 more years. I would see her here at church. She always had a smile, a report of victory. Ask how she is doing. Joel, I'm blessed. Life is good. How could she have that kind of attitude? when life dealt her such a tough blow. Seemed like she should be overwhelmed, but while she was carrying her husband, God was carrying her. When you're giving your time and energy to help others, God is going to give you fresh strength. When you're doing the right thing when it's hard, keeping a good attitude when you've been through loss, helping someone else in your time of need, you should be worn out, discouraged, no, you're going to feel those eagle's wings lifting you, breathing strength, favor, endurance. Jesus told his disciples, take up your cross and follow me. And sometimes we think that's going to be a heavy burden. People told me growing up, Joel, it's hard to carry your cross. It's hard to live a life of faith. One night, my father had a dream. He was going through a difficult time dealing with disappointments didn't look like it was going to work out. In this dream, he saw a big cross over on the ground. It was made out of railroad ties, about 15 feet tall. Looked like it weighed hundreds of pounds. He knew that was his cross, but he didn't know how he could possibly carry it. Seemed so overwhelming. He walked over to pick it up, and it wasn't what he thought. When he lifted it, it was like styrofoam. It was so light. He was amazed. He easily put it on his shoulder and started walking. A few steps later, the cross started lifting him up. Instead of him carrying the cross, the cross was carrying him. When you take up your cross, doesn't mean you won't have difficulties. People won't betray you. You won't make mistakes. Life will happen. But the beauty is when you should be overwhelmed, you'll feel the cross start to carry you. There'll be strength peace, favor that sustains you, takes you through things that should have stopped you. That's what happened to a young man in the scripture named Mephibosheth. He was Jonathan's son, David's best friend, and he was the grandson of King Saul. He was born into royalty, destined to one day take the throne, but his father and grandfather 
were both killed in a battle on the same day. A messenger came rushing to Mephibosheth's house, telling the bad news, how the enemy was on their way to wipe out all of Saul's relatives. In a panic, a maid picked up little Mephibosheth and took off running. She had good intentions. She was trying to spare his life, but going down the stairs, she lost her footing and dropped Mephibosheth. Both of his legs were broken. He became crippled, could no longer walk. Fast forward years ahead. He was living in the city of Lodabar, one of the poorest, most rundown cities of that day. He was destined to take the palace, but life threw him some curves. No fault of his own, he was dropped. His relatives were killed. Looked like he had missed his destiny. Years later, David was reminiscing about his good friend Jonathan, how much he loved him. He asked his assistant, are any of Jonathan's relatives still alive so I can be good to them? They did some research and said, yes, we've learned one of his sons is still alive, but he's crippled living in the slums of Lodabar. David told them to go get him and bring him to the palace. I can see the guards coming into the city of Lodabar. There's a big stir. Everyone is talking. The king's men are here. What do they want? Who's in trouble? They find out they're looking for Mephibosheth. Word gets to him and he thinks, oh man, I'm done. His grandfather, King Saul, tried to kill David. I'm sure Mephibosheth thought, he's going to take it out on me. The men showed up and said, Mephibosheth, the king is looking for you. What's significant is Mephibosheth couldn't walk. These men had to pick him up and carry him back to the palace. Wasn't close. They had miles and miles to travel. When he arrived, they brought him before David. Mephibosheth fell on the ground, afraid, intimidated, thinking this was the end. But David said, Mephibosheth, I'm not here to harm you. I'm here to bless you. From now on, you will not live in the slums of Lodabar. You're going to live here in the palace with me. Every night, you will sit at my table and eat dinner with me. I'm going to give you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, King Saul. Mephibosheth couldn't believe it. He never dreamed he'd be in the palace. Never dreamed he'd be sitting at the king's table. He thought he'd had too many bad breaks, gone through too many disappointments. He'd accepted that he'd missed his destiny. But I love this picture of Mephibosheth being carried to the palace. God was showing us that when even when life throws you a curve, when it's unfair, no fault of your own, you were dropped. You didn't get the scholarship. The person walked out. It's easy to think it's just not meant to be. No, like Mephibosheth, your time is coming. God is going to carry you into your destiny. The right people are going to come looking for you. The right breaks, the favor, the promotion. God didn't quit carrying you because you had a setback. Those eagle's wings are still coming. He still has you close to his heart. See, Mephibosheth thought he was forgotten year after year. Nothing but lack, defeat, mediocrity. But that whole time, God was sustaining him, not letting him go under. God has not forgotten about you. He's been carrying you all these years through the hardship, through the lack, through the struggle. That's why the enemy couldn't take you out. That's why that sickness couldn't end your life. 
That accident didn't stop your purpose. When those things tried to push you down, God lifted you up. The psalmist said, my enemies did their best, but they could not finish me off. Why? He was being carried by the Creator. God was carrying you even when you were in Lodabar. He was carrying you when they dropped you. He carried you when you were left out, when the medical report wasn't good, when business went down. Just as he carried you in the tough times, like with Mephibosheth, he's going to carry you into your purpose, carry you into the palace, carry you into abundance, carry you into victory. There was a movie being filmed. The lead actor was in a helicopter over the ocean. And in this scene, he was supposed to hand something from the helicopter to people on a boat below. The helicopter came down real low, but it hit a burst of wind. The pilot lost control, spun around several times, and hit the water very forcefully, quickly began to sink. About 30 seconds later, the pilot's head popped up. He was alive. People were so relieved. No sign, though, of this other man, the lead actor. Minute went by, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. Seemed like an eternity. They thought he was gone. Then five minutes in, he came bursting up out of the water. They took him to the shore. He told how he was knocked unconscious when the helicopter hit the water. When he came to, he was underwater, still in the helicopter and disoriented. Couldn't find his way out. He said, I want to thank the rescuers and especially the one that grabbed the back of my shirt, pulled me out of the helicopter and gave me that big push toward the top of the water. People listening were confused. Said, what do you mean? There were no rescuers. You were down there by yourself. Tears began to come down his cheeks. He looked up and said, then it was his hand that lifted me out. God's been carrying us our whole life, keeping us from harm pushing back the darkness, sustaining us in the tough times. I thank him for his blessings. I thank him for his favor, but I also thank him that he carries me. You may have things coming against you now. You don't see how you could keep going. You could live worried, upset. God is saying, I'm going to carry you. I have you close to my heart. He knows what you're going through, the struggles, the lonely nights, the unfair situations, you're about to feel strength that you've never felt. Peace when you could be stressed. Favor that will make things happen that you couldn't make happen. You're going to look back and think, how did I make it through that? It was God sustaining you when you should have gone under. I believe and declare like the Israelites, God's about to carry you out on eagle's wings. You're not going to just make it through. You're going to soar to levels you've never dreamed. Like Mephibosheth, despite what's tried to stop you, he's going to carry you to the palace. You're going to see favor, promotion, breakthroughs. You will fulfill your purpose and become all you were created to be. In Jesus' name. And if you receive it, can you say amen? I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. We'd love to send you some free information on your new walk with the Lord. Just text the number there, or you can go to our website. I hope you'll get into a good Bible-based church and keep God first place. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you encouraged and inspired all through the week. Help us to continue to share the message of hope with those all around the world. Visit joelosteen.com or click the link in the description to partner with us today. We hope you'll share this message with a friend and be sure to follow us on social media. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.